Perspective on Business podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Laura. We are sisters and business partners. As we also run a recruitment business with a twist together. Wonderful. So, Lars, what can you expect from our show? So much stuff, Em. Advice, tips and wisdom on business and recruitment with some life hacks thrown in for good measure and a lot of laughs. Oh, yeah. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome to A Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. With me, Emily Leyland, and this gentleman in front oh, of me. He's got is, very clammy hands. That is very clammy. How do I know you've got clammy hands, I've have got, you? Yeah, how do you know? Because you grabbed hold of this black thing in front of me, which is pipe. Pipe? Black <laughs> pipe. I'm really hot. And then I could, right, look, see the air cons behind you, just swizzle around right. now and press on. If it's not already on, or press down. Yeah. And I can still see his fingerprints. Hot, this is Tony Greenwood, the clammy, I, uh, the very no, no, clammy no, no, Tony Greenwood. Don't say that. <laughs> you need some talc. <laughs> I need some talc and also uh, a bit of fresh air. I'm head of broadcasting and entertainment at Fresh Perspective, if you didn't know. In a volunteer capacity. Absolutely. 100%. Also head of HubSpot training. And also uh, deputy head of positivity. Yes, deputy head. Yes. Head of it's HubSpot not always training. consistent. No. <laughs> Well, you know, we can't be positive all the time, no, can we? We've got to take the peaks and the troughs. Absolutely. We are actually recording now. It doesn't feel like we are. We no, actually... it doesn't. It doesn't. It definitely doesn't for me because I've no headphones on. No, Can you hear me? I've got you. Yeah? Are you I've sure? You. Right, but... this is good. Tony said that our last episode, 157 of A Fresh Perspective right. on Business, which was Prep Me Up Before You Go, God, mm. not listen to it, listen to it, mm. was the best sound quality we've ever done in, in all those episodes, which there are a lot. Yeah, well, there's 157. There's 157. So, and it, this is because apparently Jake has done some stuff. He, he done some kind of wizardry with the, I don't know what happens. Once the magic finishes in here, some other magic f- happened out there. Yeah. And our, our voices have got Was great bass. I've not listened yet. I mean, it's awful, isn't it? I no, need it's to, It's not though. ideal. I feel like I used to, didn't used to, before I went on maternity leave, I didn't used to mind listening back to my own voice, and now I just don't like it. Oh. Why? I don't know. I don't mind listening to back to myself, although I don't like looking at myself. I've just done a video, an instructional video for work for some wholesalers to promote a product that we're doing. I don't like looking at myself oh, on this video. Okay. Oh, Emily's just yawning. Are you a bit tired today? I'm always tired. Are you joking? I have a child. Yeah. And I'm heavily pregnant. You are heavily. Emily came into the podcast studio, which is at Fresh Perspective now. Yeah. And she said, oh, I am pregnant. Oh, God, I'm so pregnant now. And I'm only 27 <laughs> weeks pregnant and I'm pregnant. You are pregnant. Where else is it going to go? I don't know. He it's just, so high. She's just coming out. God, aren't I just? You're not, you're not going... People you, are like, oh, your bump's neat. I'm like, don't feel neat. It feels like a big rock strapped to my belly. Yeah. Which is not good. No. But... um. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. This is my favourite part of the podcast. And I know for existing listeners... Um, it's important. It's, it's, it's your favourite time, too. And for new listeners, just sit back, close your eyes and listen to this. <laughs> this is... What are you doing? Scratch. Oh, Can you hear that? Yeah. You can't. I can't, Emily. I'm allowed to scratch. I'm scratching headphones. my armpit. I'm not scratching. Ladies and gentlemen, pin your ears back. Shut your eyes like me as I say... This is an episode is episode 158 of a fresh perspective on business podcast. But Emily, please can you share with me and everyone here? Yes. What is that in Spanish, please? What is it in Spanish? Episodio numero ciento 
58. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> didn't roll off the tongue like it last week's. It didn't roll off the tongue. I think it was Kento. I don't know where this. I don't know where this started this Spanish thing, but it is a thing. Laura now. did Spanish at uni. Yeah, she did, and she is. This is why to, she used to be a Spanish interpreter. She, she I don't think she'd have had a fresh because I reckon she'd be rich now doing yeah. it for football teams. So, oh you yeah, know, I know that'd be great, wouldn't it? Today's what, well, Emily? What's today's episode about, please? So it's called rolling out rejection, it and is. there is a sort of interview theme with this about obviously being rejected in interviews. Um, why that might happen, but also, I guess, rejection as a whole. In life. We can talk about just, today. Just in life. No one yeah. likes being rejected, do they? No, they don't. I definitely don't. It hurts my feelings. I know, it's hard though, isn't it? I do, But rejection is feedback, isn't it? And I feel like if you're good at taking feedback, then you probably could be rejected. Like, I feel like if Tom would get rejected, my fella, Ooh. it wouldn't, he wouldn't, because he's got such a strong sense of self and his Worth. core is really not that he like people wouldn't necessarily know that but he no. has it, t- it would take a lot to shake it whereas me my sense of self isn't as strong and solid and it's not at a hundred percent and therefore if someone does rock that but even though i am very open to feedback i want feedback and i yeah, give I feedback mm. but it's still it would still hurt yeah which is yeah, and even feedback, like some positive feedback. Like I remember one of Tom's mates after I'd given birth to Bill and it was like, say, six months after or something. He's like, oh, you're all nice and thin again now. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it really bothered me that. I was like, um, you know, like, I'm like, is that... is?" And then I, but then it, it, that's like a feminist thing. And then I start thinking about the wider thing. I'm like, oh, you're all nice and thin now. But if I wasn't if I, uh, thin I, in his eyes, nice. it wouldn't be very nice. And what does thin mean it? in your eyes? And, and like, is that the right word to you? Know? Oh, it's not nice, is it? And it's like no wonder women feel because that's that's how he sees. He believes that after you've got pregnant, that you should get to nice and thin again. And I'm just like, that's just <laughs> really <laughs> rubbish. I'm in a bit of a tangle here. You're in a bit of a tangle with your necklaces, aren't you? Yeah. Gonna, gonna okay, just hide them. We'll just hide them, yes. So that's so what have you been anyway? What have you been doing? Who have you been seeing? It was my birthday. It was your birthday. On the weekend, wasn't it? What did it? you get? Mm, got some new trainers. That you can't run in yet? No, still not. Although I am, I might try tomorrow or Saturday. Yeah? I'm thinking. Yeah? I've just run out just of patience. Just a little one? A uh, well, little I've, canal run? I've just... Take Lenny. I've just, li- I've just gone... I've just run to St George's Car Park, which is perhaps why I'm a little bit clammy and sweaty. Okay, I mean, it's not very far. No, it's a couple of hundred metres. Yeah. And my back felt all right. Right. So that's good. So, yeah, I got loads of sweets, loads of chocolate, loads of brownies. Oh, I got loads of stuff. Yeah? Um, what did the kids do? The kids? In, what, did they got, what did they get you? What did they do for you? Yeah. It's got me loads of treats. That's nice. Yeah, we went out for tea. Uh, Thomas hurt his back in the gym on Friday, so he spent a lot of time at home. So he didn't come out with us. We Thomas has hurt his back before. He's very young to be hurting his back in the gym. Yeah. What's he doing in the gym? He was pushing a sled. Right. Mm, it's not ideal. Well, he's doing it all with his back and he's, if he's hurting his back. I did give him the correct posture. What about his legs and his core? It needs to go through his quads, ideally. But mm. anyway, uh, so I went out with my mum and uh, Lauren and her boyfriend for lunch. What's Lauren's boyfriend like? He's lovely. Is he? And I'm absolutely smashing him at Fancy Premier League as well, which makes me feel good. Okay. And then I went out for tea again with Lauren and Sam, and Laura and Pete and Billy. 
Yes, Tony is that good of a friend to me. <laughs> Here he we go. even sees my child without me now. He's fully bypassed me, gone for the older sister, <laughs> and but still sees my child. So go. he's managing to bypass me entirely I've now. I've gone on the ring road round. Rolling out rejection. Roll- <laughs> Rolling out rejection. I'm on, the, I'm on the ring road to Billy. Honestly, what's he doing? What's he doing? She had a good time colouring. And was she good at the meal? She was good at the meal. She didn't throw any food. Great. She didn't eat as much fish well, fingers as I was would have hoped. No. She enjoyed the chips. She likes chips. She doesn't really like fish fingers. No. And peas. She loves peas. Who doesn't love peas? I don't really love peas. Oh, What's love that to love about a pea? Love peas. There's not a lot going on. Tasty. I love peas. Yeah. If you like peas, like me... Send Vicky Taylor a message on LinkedIn with a P emoji. You need some creaking. Lenny is currently yeah. nesting on the couch. He's having a good time, though. Lenny, you, Len? looks sad as usual. No, no, no. What's up, Len? Are you all right? Don't get him talking. We're, in the, we're, we're podcasting. Why? What if he starts barking and shouting? Well, that's pretty much. Yeah. You've. Um, that's me just scrubbing out something that we've just talked about on the uh, on the schedule. You've put put about a belly rash in your hard belly. Have you had a... I I don't know. Have you had a rash in your belly? Yeah, so these are on the schedule. I've had a lump as well. So I thought thought it would be really good. So this isn't necessarily positive, but the ending is positive, which is great. But I had a weird rash as well on my belly. So then I thought, oh my God, is something happening to me, which is really strange. The rash was like literally just loads and loads of red bumps all over my bump. Um, But it just went, I think it must have been a heat rash, but it didn't hurt or anything like that. And it Mm. was so strange. But that went quite quick, which is good. But I did find a lump. And um, and I did, I got the doctors, but to the appointment, they did a bit of a... a bit of checking. It's like kind of in my armpit, near my boob. And um, and then I was like, oh, this is awful. Like my head fell off. I was like, oh, no. And then like I was oh. reading with Billy in the morning, like crying, thinking, oh, my God, like what if, what if something is wrong? And then you think that's without even knowing. Like imagine someone getting the news and then having to deal with that. I'm like, oh, my God, it really did put it into perspective for me anyway they were amazing i got him um, like you know we're all slagging the nhs up at some point don't we because you know they're overrun and understaffed and what have you what have you but um they got me into the breast clinic with less than a week very good and then it's like a one-stop shop they call it so they do everything there and then so you get a result which is great wow. but also quite That's like scary yeah scary at the same time Loz came with me and sat there they didn't see very me for like an hour and 10 minutes which was great um, and oh. when they did that's just Lenny shaking, Lenny shaking. Just, came, just coming over he's just gone for a cuddle and now he's gone back on sofa now he's gone back on the sofa there he's hiding but yeah so they did like an ultrasound and had a bit of a feel which was which was wonderful yeah um, and confirmed it was absolutely nothing but it was all done like what in the space of like five days okay, but those five excellent. days were absolutely tragic like I felt so sad and upset and you catastrophized the vet didn't you of course I did yeah, yeah. and um and it was really hard and it just, I don't know, I just think if you do find a lump or something like that, honestly deal with it because I just feel like the time even before I'd gone to the doctors was re- was still stressful because I was like battling with myself, you know, like do I or do, do, I, do I not? Am I being daft? Am I all these kind of questions like should I, shouldn't I? But I'm really glad that I did and went and got, got it checked out. Well done. And it's good advice for anyone that. Yeah, it? definitely. So... I absolutely wanted to talk about it because it isn't the most positive positive of things, but ultimately you need to Has know this shit. Has don't it gone you? now? No, it's apparently still a... it's a lymph node. Oh, okay. 
And what's the prog? What happens now? I don't know. Just a swollen gland. I don't know. I think it'll just go itself. I think maybe because I'm pregnant and stuff as well, it's probably just swollen as a result of that. Okay. Well, no, it's still there, which well annoying, but you know, at least I know that it's nothing dodgy. Okay. So this is good. But uh, yeah. Okay. The um, the reason actually that I was out with uh, Billy Bingo on Saturday is because you had a night away. Billy Bingo in the Lake District. <laughs> oh, I did. I just feel like I've not seen Billy for so long. Now, obviously, I see her every day, but I mean, like we've got weekend plans. But yeah, I went to the Lake District. It was really what, nice. What was that for, please? Just so Tom, with Tom's mates, I call his um, mates girlfriends the Wags. So it was just for everyone to get together, um, <laughs> boyfriends and Wags, and um, and they went on the boat. So the lads went on the boat and the girls had lunch and it was actually really nice. Did you enjoy yourself? Yeah. Good. Yeah, it was it was really good. The um the cut one of the couples that we were with have just bought a boat house pub and restaurant on the lakes. Whoa. Um, on um Werbonesses. So we went be- there. Probably want some Bear Town beverage, don't they? Well, yeah, they need some staff, though. Oh, first. Struggling. I don't think they realised how hard it was going to be. I wrote a LinkedIn post about them because they've got staff letting them down and they need a general manager. And apparently, in the Lake District, mm-hmm. that's why if anyone owns a business in the Lake District who's listening, please contact us because don't feel like there are no options in recruiting. You can find retail staff. You can find general managers. But you just have to get creative, and that's something that Fresh can do. So if you are struggling, we we can do this. Don't you don't need to be rejected. You can come to us, and we can um, we can help you. That's what I'm hoping I can do for him. I was in the lakes yesterday. Were you? Yeah. Why? I was in um, I was in Kendall. Oh yeah. The home of Farrah's Coffee. Have you heard of Farrah's Coffee? No. Farrah's Coffee are the oldest coffee roasters in the United Kingdom. Right. So we went to meet... Why were you there? Well, I'm going to tell you. Okay. Thank you. Uh, I put a LinkedIn post about it. I haven't seen it. I liked it. No. Um, <laughs> let me show you. So, <laughs> so there's a picture of Graham, our oh, head brewer. yeah, right. And there's a picture... Are you going to do like a coffee beer? Oh, you look good. Are you? Yes. So... Um, the the digital marketing agency that looks after Beartown also looks after Farrah's and Emmy of Foods, who are owned by uh, who own Farrah's, and they thought, wouldn't it be a great idea with the UK's oldest coffee roasters and a brewery that's really forward thinking with really handsome people working for it that's th- nearly thirty years old? Why don't they combine growing businesses? Mm. create a this beverage are you actually going to make a beverage that's yes, coffee se- and beer though on the 7th of september wow so we're going to film well, this it this is fun isn't it yeah it is fun so yesterday we went for um a bit of a well the, the first bit was like a sales consultation what markets are we going to go into what product are we going to do what's the abv going to be like designing it a little bit then we had a factory tour and then we um we did some coffee tasting but we also brought along a guy called Graham King, who's from HB Clark, because we can't get all the way up to Cumbria from Congleton. It's a long way, isn't it's it? It's a long way. So we have to use some distributors and wholesale partners. So HB Clark have got a facility HBL in Cumbria. Motors. They've got a facility <laughs> in Cumbria. So we're going to use them. This is mint, bringing so many people into the fold. This reminds me, you know, when you go to, like, the Caribbean and you do, like, coffee tasting. Yeah. But it comes from strange animals. 
Oh, it's like strange animals that do stuff. They said there was an animal. Yeah, this is there an animal involved? Yes, the, well, not in the not the the bean that we've selected, but um, some are, aren't they? Like, yeah, some of them they do feed, stuff. They, they, Shay was telling us yesterday. They feed the it, and then they have the droppings. Or yeah, something. yeah, and it makes a bean. And yeah. I'm like, that can't be true. I'm like, how many, how many, how many beans must you have to force feed this animal to whatever, whatever? Are they force feeding it? Yeah. Oh, what like foie gras? I don't know what that means, d- but that's what they do with ducks. They force feed ducks so the liver expands, and then people eat the duck's liver. God, I don't like stuff like this. So this is where you, I could be vegan. I hope the animal likes the coffee loves beans. It. Absolutely, we asked it. Loves it. Right. We've got them on FaceTime. That's so fine. You can get you can get beans from like Tanzania, from Kenya, from from all. Ara- do, do any beans grow in the UK? No. It's all imported. Yeah. And Is like, that because of the temperature? Even we didn't go into that really. It would be good to know, wouldn't it? Do you want to have a tour? Yes. I mean, I'm quite busy right now. No. Okay. But then yeah, we but went. It's to, tough, you know. Ben, thank you. <laughs> then we went over. We went over to the the like got a lab. Where they do all the testing and all, it was so cool. Oh, it sounds really good. Is this going to be like an espresso martini, but with beer in it? It's going to be a coffee stout. It's oh be my fa- god! Because oh. yeah, I was going to say, do a stout. You know, like a thick black stout that's creamy, like a Guinness. God, I love Guinness. It's going to. I be love f- stout. I love Mackey's and stout. God, there's so many sound bites here that I could clip of Emily saying that stuff. So we're going to do a five point five percent stout. It's stout. Gonna, <laughs> stout. It's going. You write it down. <laughs> It's going to be in cask, it's going to be in keg, and it's going to be in bottle. I think, ca- yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, <laughs> sorry, thank you. We've got our new new product development director here, Emily Leyland. <laughs> so my dad used to have an off-license slash bakery, quite Did a it? weird mix of um, of things. Yeah. Also like a convenience shop. Yeah, yeah. And he used to, back in the day when people used to come with their own flasks, he used to have like Mackison's Stout and different things. Wow. Have you heard of Mackison's? Yeah. Because that's got a bit of like a, a sherry I feel like you can taste, like, you know, like a, like a sweetie, tarty element to it. Like, right. People would come, like, and literally some people would just come with a mug, you know, and drink it there and then. And then I caught on as I was growing up, like, I must have been six or eight. And so I would be like, I'm going to go over with my mug when no one's looking. And so I was, like, sipping on Mackison Stout as quite a young child. How was it? Oh, and I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, so that's what we're, that's what we're going to do. We're oh, also yeah. We're also going to do a retail pack, which be a bottle or two bottles of the Stout, a Beartown glass, some coffee beans from Farrah's, some beer mats, a coffee cup and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. So so that's This sounds absolutely mega. Yeah, it was a good day yesterday. Yeah. It just takes it just takes a lot of planning. So when we do the brew day, which is on the seventh of September, there's gonna be a whole like film production crew that'll be coming and coming into the brewery, people from Farrah's, people from Beartown, all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. So it's quite an exciting project and um like you say, it combines um different manufacturers and different um, yeah, businesses to get, together, yeah. isn't it? There's a community feel with um, it at the same time, and that's what it says on oh, my LinkedIn yeah. post. Yeah, that's it's what all we're about doing. community, bringing people together, and then uh, the good stuff will come on. Oh it? yes, you should get involved. So recently, I had a personal rejection. I want to know if you feel like it would be if this would piss you off as well. Okay, I'm ready. So it's nothing. I mean, it's it's both of us. So I took Billy to nursery. Um, out my Billy sleeps out on a Monday night because the mum has her that day and then yeah. she goes to nursery the next day and by the time I finish work I'll, I can only get to her at half six so, so by the time she's going to bed there's literally no point so she does sleep over on a Monday night nice. and they take her to nursery because she goes to nursery on the Tuesday and the Wednesday they take her to nursery and Alan's been saying there's a, there's a grumpy girl who comes to the door and I've kind of just took it with a pinch of salt which I probably shouldn't have done Yeah. 
but he's not said a name and I'm like what's the name what's the name and then because I've not got a name you know I'm not visualizing it and whatever anyway I took her on this Wednesday and the lady comes down who um is in the room but doesn't usually come down but obviously she has been coming down when Alan's there and she just she you can tell she's in a bit of a grump and then um and and Billy was like hesitant then because obviously she's reading the situation isn't she? she didn't really want to go in and um and then she just kind of went come on Billy like and a I was bit like, passive aggressive just a bit aggressive yeah oh. just thought she was being a shit so I said because I cannot I mean Billy is this the sole most important yeah. thing to me like, and if whoa, I feel no. like she's not being treated fairly my back is going to get up yeah you like, must you must good I'm glad that you think this and I went wow this is a happy place this morning isn't it and she went oh no it will be Anyway, and then I dropped her off and I got in the car and I started crying because I was like very emotional and I was like, I need to go and pick her up. I was like, I don't feel comfortable letting her go into nursery because this is what I see here. What's going on behind closed doors? So then I did catastrophize. I was like, oh God, oh God. So I rang up and I spoke to one of the managers and I just said, it's, I'm not saying this I don't this like is, the vibe here yet. I don't like the vibe and I said, it's £65 a day. Woo! Um, and I expect that you, you don't even need to speak to me if that's what you can't be asked doing, but you treat Billy like she With deserves to be. With love and care and Cornwall. Yeah, and you welcome her and you bring her into this place where she is each day with open arms. And I was like, and right now, I don't trust that you're doing a good job. So they've, and this is, oh my God, and my head was going mad. Anyway, they got the woman to ring me back and she was like, I'm sorry. And I was quite harsh. So I was like, you're just saying sorry because you're being forced to. Um, and, and you've probably, been found out maybe. And yeah. someone's And someone's pulled you on it and you think it's the right thing to do. But actually, how many days is that happening? Is how it happening days? with... But obviously it's been happening with Alan, hasn't it? Because Alan's been mentioned in this but he didn't have a name and so like it's not the, the story hasn't been brought to life and then I've said to Alan is she called Julie and Alan's gone and found out oh she have said a name and he <laughs> we've not said the name of the no. nursery Little Willows I mean that'll obviously <laughs> come out soon hopefully someone can edit this out yeah um, but yeah and then um, and so, so then I was like, right, okay. And anyway, she apologised and stuff and said no. But then the girl who I really like in the room has moved to a different room. And then the girl, another girl that I really like, is off with with like a broken arm or something. Oh. So then I have to then rely that this person is the only person I know in the room because they've hired new staff. So I'm like, what do you do in this situation? I just want to pull her out of nursery. Anyway, I rang back up the other day because um, she is being nicer. But I just said, I. I don't feel comfortable anymore. I don't really know how to deal with it because I just don't feel... I don't know. How you, do you as, deal as with a, a situation like this? Has a, a level of trust been broken? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you're in a bit of a rock and a hard place there in, in, fact, in, in the fact that nursery places are hard to find, yeah. aren't they? So if you pull her out, where's she going to go? Where's she going to go? And you've got, you'll have to go through the whole sort of induction new process, as uh, new new new. Induction process with a new well, with a new yeah, nursery. Yeah. Has she met a lot of friends at nursery that she's familiar with on those days that she's there? Probably. Yeah, I know. It's so really hard. I would suggest um, speaking to the senior management team at Little Willows, and <laughs> and, and, it's and not no, it's not them. Yeah, at the <laughs> at the. <laughs> What is the name but of the... But then I started, right. <laughs> so 
So then after I complained, and I don't know if your brain does this, and this is where like, because I complained, but I didn't complain in a shitty way, I promise you now, because I'm not trying to get this person in, in, in no, shit. of course. I know that she might, she might just be having a hard time at the moment, but ultimately that's got nothing to do well, with Billy. that's reflected on the child. And we don't, it's like, so, so I don't treat my clients like shit here because I'm having a hard time. So when I found this lump and I was stressed, I'm not taking it out on everyone at Would work. Would you say Billy I? was being treated like shit? No, but I felt like that in that moment. Do you yes. know what I mean? That's that's where my brain's gone. My emotive mother, mother instinct brain yes. has yes. gone. But then I started thinking, oh my God, because I've complained now, what if she starts doing things to Billy? No, she won't do what that. What if she starts like nipping her or, you know, <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. I don't know if anyone else's brains does this, but like, it's like, le- it's like snowballing now. And it stopped. That was just, that was just a day where that I was like, oh God, should I? absolutely not happen. I know, That'll but absolutely I think that, that happen. can happen won't. in the world, can't it? I don't think it'll happen. I absolutely don't. Has anyone else had an issue like this yes, at please, nursery? Please, please let us know. Please let me know that I'm not on my own. <laughs> not on your own, no. But oh, well, what this kind of, I know, it's not nice, is it? But what this kind of does is, you know, like... This welcome is what we try and say to clients about interviewing. So you know, like that welcome, that that situation at the door is is what that well that that welcome passes on into recruitment. So if you think when you welcome someone into an interview, if no one says hi and they're walking into a really busy office, that's quite daunting, isn't it? And that person's going to be like, oh my god, no one's even spoke to me. I don't know what to do. I feel really panicked. I don't feel very good about my interview. I know I've been there. And then the welcome on day one, you know, after you've on when you're on boarding oh, someone, if you don't make that person feel loved and warm and fuzzy and like they made the right decision then it's gonna it's gonna go home with them and it could potentially create holes in the <laughs> like like with me niggles turn into big holes and it's like do you know what i mean these yeah. welcomes throughout our life are really really important not necessarily first impressions because it could be it could be a second a third or, or third. A fourth, yeah yeah but it's that it's that initial interaction with someone, isn't it, that I think is really important because that absolutely sets the tone. Wow. Yeah, well, it's so true, isn't it? Yeah. I never thought about it like that, yeah. And maybe it's not the first time it's happened because Billy was hesitant to go in and all this sort of stuff. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about. That's what I'm thinking about right now. You've actually diverted my mind away from the podcast and into the nursery. Because then what scenario. do I do at school? What, if, what, what about when she goes to school and the teacher's, like, in a bad mood? I'm probably going to end up giving them grief, aren't I? Hopefully they won't be, though. This is why Tom should do drop-off and I should do pick-up, but ultimately we can't. Come on, Tom. I know, he does the pick-up. Uh, but yes, so talk to us about your rejection then. This was Billy's re- Billy and my, re- my that's rejection. That's your rejection. By Julie. Julie, Ju- Julie rejection. Julie, Julie rejection. Well, oh, Julie. I hope you're having a better time, Julie. Me Julie. Mm, <laughs> we got rejected by... <laughs> We got rejected by a customer recently, which really upset me and really put my nose out of joint. Okay. I'll tell you for why. We've been doing some business with a pub, restaurant, hotel group. I won't name them, Mikhail Group, in Liverpool and Southport, okay? Yeah. And we're doing, we're doing a couple of pieces of business with, we've been selling some beer to two of their venues. Okay. And I said, hey. We can do loads of other bits and pieces and loads of other stuff. Yeah. Let's put what I call a joint business plan together, okay, which monitors the volume and gives us some extra discount and some extra fluffy stuff on the side and all that sort of stuff. So the general manager of this venue went, yeah, great, come and speak to this geezer who's the financial director, come and do a bit of a proposal. Yeah. 
and let's get it rolling. Yeah. We, we love your beer. It sells really well. The customers really like it. I'm like, right, this is good. Yeah, yeah. This is good Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Let's go. So we'll get into this environment. And the first impression I had of this this financial director, I had a, I had a presentation prepared and I opened my laptop. We'd done all the pleasantries, we're having coffee. And he goes, let's just skip to numbers. And I'm like, mm. oh, no. And he might be a numbers and it, man. He wa- and he was, and that's fine. And in the end, I warmed him round. We went right back to the beginning and all that sort of stuff. Because it's, it's not about the numbers for our brand. It's that's Sorry, I just hit the mic there. But well, that's what it's, he wants to hear, isn't yeah. it? That, that's his MO, isn't it? Yeah, he's part of it. And anyway, at the end of the meeting, I brought him round and he was warm and all the rest of the collaboration stuff and the white label stuff and everything else that we could do with it was fine. So the day after, when I got back, yeah. sent him the proposal, PDF, copied everyone in, beautiful. Didn't hear a dicky bird. Right. Still not heard Shit. still not heard of when him. When was this? A month ago. <gasps> still not heard. What's happened? The two venues out of the eleven that we still service are still ordering beer off us. And I've got one of the lads in the team to to chase the general managers there. And two weeks ago, so two weeks, which is two and a half weeks after I did the proposal, we got a generic email from one of the members of staff in the venue, not even the manager, saying, we've considered your proposal, it's too expensive, we've got commitments with other people, we, we, if you want to do a counter-offer, you can, and all this. And I'm like, so... If you want to do a counter-offer, you can, ew. That gives me the ick, doesn't it? And this, the, you know, so like, as in, like, making you fight against each other, I just don't so like So one that. of the lads rang me up and he's got, oh, I'm really disappointed about this. I'm like, well, yeah, well, I am, but I'm not... Because I want to do business with people like this. Yes, I feel rejected. But I actually feel let down in the process that we took the time to go out to to Southport to have this meeting, to prepare this content, to create this potential partnership. And they've not had the decent courtesy. To let you know. Is that, that's the bit where you let down. And you know me. Yeah. I don't like people ghosting me. Yeah. I'd rather people just ring me up and say, Tony. Just have the difficult conversation. I don't like you. Go away, I don't want to do business with you. But like, All right, no problem. Or Tony, um, I'm having some plastering done in my conservatory and it's going to be September the 1st when I go back to you. But like, All right, no problem at all. Do not say nothing. It's setting expectations, isn't it? That's that's the key here. Because ghosting is a message, isn't it? It's a message. It's a message that ultimately is no, but with no context around the no because these people aren't letting us. So like if it comes to dating or whatever and then someone just stops contacting you, you might you know that it's a no, don't you? Oh, yeah. You know that they're no longer interested. But what we need or what we yearn for is the reason as to why, isn't it? Yeah, and I did get the reason in this instance, didn't I? But it was the way it was delivered back to me and I felt really disrespected because I thought it didn't even reply to me. They had yeah. a sales who said, not, 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 not that I wanted to play to no, my ego. Not the status or, or my colleague, the BDM, who'd actually, who owns a relationship with the brand and the people, yeah, right? Yeah. He sent a message to one of the seller guys to send it back on a generic thing. I'm like, hang on, that... It's a sea trick, isn't it? Well, it's just not. A, and Matty's like, do you want to do a counter offer? I'm like, absolutely no. not. I don't want to do business. I just don't like I don't that. want to do business with these no, people. No, definitely not. They're not for me. I'd rather people just ring me up and say, Tony, do you know what? We've commitments with other people, with Heineken and most of them. I'm like, all right, Johnny. Yeah. No, that's not even his name. But, and I wouldn't say that. All right, Andrew, that's absolutely fine. 
That's absolutely fine. No problem. Let's look at it after Christmas. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. If it's not the right time, it's not the right time because you can't win. Like in sales, you can't win them all, can you? Definitely not. If you like, if Fresh won every single proposal that they ever ever um, delivered, went, delivered. Life would be good, but it doesn't work it like doesn't that. It doesn't work like that. And we need to fail in order to make shit better, don't we? So we, so we have to fail. So we've learned a lot about that. Yeah. And guess what? They've still ordered a thousand quid worth of beer this have week. They? <laughs> yeah. Have they? Have Do you know why? Because it's selling. Yeah, but right, anyway, okay. the but product is good. The product is great. Yeah. People like it. We've done. We've tweaked the way it looks and feels on the bar, and they're promoting it a little bit, and yeah. all this sort of good stuff. And the guys just go, oh, yeah. And it's, I think there's a bit of a because we're not an established brand like Heineken or Molson Coors or uh, AB InBev. Yeah, yeah. You just thought, oh, these Herberts, this this big ugly ginger guy from Choi, like, screw him, I don't want to do... Bi-. All right, no problem. But if product is flying, you're making greater pr- profit on that than you are your other products. All right, we can... Anyway, but even if... It's you tough, c- isn't it? Because you almost want to hold it back and say, screw you. But I'll take a grand away out, yeah. of, that, out of that venue yeah, every, yeah, yeah. every day. But rejection is is just a thing in sales, and you have got to be be thick skinned, and you cannot win every single piece of business. But it's all about how you deliver, how it's delivered back for me. And if it's delivered with respect and honesty and courtesy, just a response. Then, I think just the response doesn't even need to be war and peace. It's just no. like I've got a. We have a few. We look at, we've got a really crappy system and that's why we talk about HubSpot before. We've got, um, we use JobAdder and whilst that's that's all right for what the, the, the team do on delivery, it's not very good for sales, but you'll put a lead in and we, there's nowhere to put the leads in that are just leads. It's just an opportunity. So your opportunities need to be the ones that would potentially come on. Otherwise you'd be putting everything in and you look at some of those and you're like, you know, you had a meeting or whatever and then you never hear back from and I've got one at the moment over in East Lanks. I'm not going to say who it is, but I don't think he'll be listening. But I, my last last email to him was listen i know i'm in pest territory now but you said to me you you had um you needed a vacancy filling and i'm a destined problem solver and i know we could do it for you in a in a really positive way and you can get like absolutely shit loads for your money and you'll have a load of fun in the process and I really thought, because I just thought I'm going to state the obvious, you know, like I've tried to ring and, and I don't mean I'm ringing every day. I'm absolutely not. Um, I'm very aware that as a recruiter, I was taught to be a pest back in my agency days and it's something that doesn't sit well with me. So this whole chasing people who I believe don't want to be chased doesn't sit well with me. No. But I thought I'm going to do it. I'm going to send the last one out. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm in pest territory, but you know, I'm a destined problem solver. I really wanted to work with you and the business. Um, so, you know, and this would be the next step now. So just give me a shout. And he's not replied. And that was a week ago now. I'm, ah, I'm, I'm devastated. And do you know what you've got to do with that? Do you know where no, it, go, do you know where I don't it know goes? What I need to do. It goes into clothes lost. I know. That's where I know, it goes. and that's why I'm saying because on, on the opportunity now, I'm like, it's just going to stay there, you know, like open ended. It's gone now. You've got, I know. and you've got to, and I've even been, I've been to meet him and everything. I'm, oh, I'm devil. know, but it doesn't. It, and the meeting went really well, though. Kind of gone that well. It we did. Yeah, like, even after it, it's like, oh my god, it was ace to meet you. I'd love you to work on our, our vacancy. Sent me the vacancy, but it's just gone quiet. People, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to piss on your bonfire here, but I know it's a message. People say a lot of things, don't they? they? Lot, and I say that to my to to our team as well. People say a lot of things. We did a piece of business with they won't be listening, Lane 7, like a giant entertainment venue in the UK. They've got 14 outlets, like bowling, yeah, budget, yeah. all that sort of stuff, right? And in May, it's the first, it's the first contract I ever sent out to the ops director and the, the guy's head, head of bars. Yeah. What, what a job. Head of bars. Still not pouring now, and it's the 18th of August, 
right? And, and, and I had a meet. We had a meeting with him in June. He's like, "Yeah, first of July, we should be pouring." No. Eighteenth of August, still not pouring. Yeah. And I'm like, "What's the thing? What? 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 We got some forms a few weeks ago. They have to fill in. You have to go on this procurement platform. You have to order it digitally, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Filled all that out. Oh, it just yeah. Still not pouring. It's disgusting, isn't it? And it's big volume. It's like it's like a couple of grand a week, which is nice for us. Why are you whispering? I don't know. Uh, it's a good, it's good, it's, I know we're all we are on it. Lenny's real, not going to take this it, information and pass it on to Lane Seven. It, Although maybe it should happen. Yeah, maybe we, it should happen. And it just really, really frustrates. The first thing, the thing that frustrates me is that I would always tell people where we're up to in our cycle, and I know everyone's different, but it it would be better. And we're not rejected at this point, are we? We're rejected to a point because we're you not... You are rejected to a point, though, aren't you? Cause yeah. It's not working. It's the same with me. I've not got enough. I haven't got a rejection. I haven't got a rejection in black and white, which is what we ultimately want. So we, we do want... we move on. We do want So we get the closure, isn't it? Rejection is all about... And this is why taking it back to recruitment a little bit, because obviously yeah. we're kind of more in sales, is candidates are screaming out for feedback that's individual but sometimes you don't get it so if you applied for a role and you're just in the ether of cvs then you're not you're not necessarily going to get individual feedback but that's because you've not been considered for the role mm. but if you've gone for an interview if you've spent time then you absolutely should get some feedback and if the client can't be asked giving you that you must. they are weapons but sometimes it's the recruiter who doesn't want to give it you because it's a waste of their time because you're a no and you've no longer got a, a pound sign over your head yeah but surely out of respect for the candidate you would give them feedback. I know, but some, some so say say if we were shitty recruiters um, and we're working on percentage fees and we've got our clients here and our candidates here and our, our consultants is in the fresh team sit in the middle. You've got a candidate who you were backing like a horse and you've got them in at the, at the interview, but then the client the client rejects him. So that candidate's no longer of no use good to you if you're not a great agent. So you're just going to bid him? So you're just going to bid him because it's easy just to ghost them, isn't it? Oh, no. Is that what happens? This is what happens. It's easy to ghost that candidate because they are no longer going to do anything for you in this present moment, are they? Whereas we don't do that. So we will give feedback because ultimately then you might think that's the client that didn't give you feedback where they might have given you oh, feedback. Yeah. They might have passed it on to the agent. But but I'm not saying, the, you know, sometimes the agents are under ridiculous targets and, and pressure and all that kind of stuff. But there is this thing, but I do feel like candidates, if you can't get... As a bit of a tip, if you feel like you've done you've done an interview, you know you've done done three rounds with a company and you haven't got any fecking feedback from your last interview, what do you think the candidates should do if they're not getting feedback from the recruiter or the recruiter's ghosting them? Move them into close lost. Move them, well, you can do, but you need to ring your client up. You need to ring that business up that you interviewed. You go through the landline if you need to, and you say, "I had an as interview a as a candidate," oh, okay. and you re, you know you want to speak to Ben, the CEO, because I had an interview with him last week and I've heard absolutely nothing. There's nothing wrong with you doing that. And I tell you what, if someone rang me up and said, "I interviewed with you a week ago and I've heard absolutely nothing," and I was using a recruitment agency, I would think that person. I think quite a lot of that person for ringing up and having the balls to do something about it. Yeah, no, I'm not because going feedback any further. Super in, you know, yep. I know it's a no, but but actually, I need some feedback because ultimately, how am I going to learn? How am I going to get better? But the expectation can't be if you've just sent your CV and you've not had an interview. You can't always expect detailed feedback because if we if we rank every candidate that CV didn't get through that's applied to one of our jobs, that's yeah. all my team would do. 
they won't have time to do anything else. No, you can't give feedback to every CV though. Exactly, but that's what some so some candidates want want CV feedback all the time, and I'm like, no, you get it if you're in the process. But ultimately, you will still get an update from us, but it'll have to be in a mail shot form. But if we've spent time with you, you've gone through to the client, then you will get um, detailed feedback from us. Yeah. So, but there is this thing, isn't there? And I think I don't know. It's like. This is like the rejection thing. People people feel more rejection when they're ghosted because they've got absolutely nothing and it plays into that lack of sense of self, doesn't it? Because you're like, what could it be? And because it's so it great, that's mind. horrible. Whereas yeah. if it's like, do you know what? You dress like a total idiot for your interview. And I just don't think that if you think that's appropriate, you are not the right person for, for us. Them. Do you know what? That's of one course. issue. And you're like, do you know what? Yeah, it was a bit extreme going in a Mr. Blobby costume set. Or your pajamas. I probably shouldn't have done yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and you can deal with that, can't you? Mm. But if it's not that, it's 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 ultimately it's too hard, isn't it? It's too, it's too ambiguous. Yeah, and it's also unfair on the candidate, isn't it? You should yeah. always feedback. I, yeah. I just want to, we are... Um, I don't know how long we are. I feel like we've been talking a long time. What you guess? What, are we on, 43? No, 39, well done. Woohoo! You've put, you've, you've I you're think you're like... again. Yeah, well, it's because you're... It's you always weird. Yeah, no, it's because you're, you're pregnant. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say something about being thin, but I couldn't think the right words. Um... Do you want to talk about this recent client case study? Because you've put it on the schedule and I think it's quite an important thing. Do you think you can weave it in? Yeah, to this situation. Yes. Yeah, please. Absolutely. So this is mainly about interviewing, but we did we did touch on quite a bit of interviewing last week. So because of what we were talking about, we have sort of... We interweave. Interweave the podcast. So we're trying, to not, we're trying not to repeat what we said last week. But... Um, I had a client who I've been dealing with for probably like two and a half months now as if they'd been a prospect. And this is where they're just not had a vacancy. So, but they... But you keep them warm. They're a proactive prospect for me and they're great. And I've been learning loads about them. Two guys. I only met one of the guys. Came in for a meeting. We had a belting meeting. Oh, lovely. And then they were like, right, we're ready to go now. And I was like, boom. These are your lovely proactive ones. You've got time to influence. Time for them. Like, they, they want help with interviewing. I'm like, yeah, yes. come on. Recruitment director. No, I don't think they're, they're not. I have pushed the recruitment director because I think they could do with like a day a, week, day a month. Mm. But... Um, they're sacking someone who's not suitable. And so okay, whilst right. the role is we've we've got time, we ultimately need to fill this. But I do think as they grow, they would probably want it. But anyway, they paid Reed eight grand for this person who they're sacking. Christ. Eight grand. Reed provided two candidates. Two candidates. Is that it? Apparently. Um, and I think they might have sent some more at the beginning who were unsuitable, two that were all right, you know, like average. And they said... So the guy at the client said to me, I felt like we had to choose because we were, we, we really needed this person. And I went, so... Well, no, hey. But now they, you're getting rid of them now? And they're getting rid of them now because they're no good. So how much does that cost you? Well, I know, because they have to pay us, but they don't have to pay us eight grand because we are significantly cheaper are than you? the agency. Is that because you charge for time? It's and because not we for charge for time and not oh, salary. So this guy that. was on 40 grand. That's why, and they're paying 20% to read, hence the, the, the amount of £8,000. Good Ours Lord. is something like half of that. I've charged them yeah i think i've charged them less because we've we've um we've made the role slightly more junior um but i think they're paying up to 35 grand and they're not even paying 10 percent with us good lord so it's significantly different but it's still it's still on they're it's still, still paying 11 and a half grand, grand for, for this person. one person 
and it's just absolutely nuts and it's like they've been you know pushed into this situation really like listen the market's really bad at the moment um, and, and that's what's really shit when you've got clients who are open and trusting of recruiters and then you've got Reed who can't be asked doing a good job this one person I'm not saying Reed as a whole but this one person's obviously just being lazy it was a service manager role it's not it's not and they're, they're really open to experience they're right. not saying they need um automotive experience and i'm like right this is really this is what really pisses me off so then they've been like sort of pushed into this situation they've had to choose the best of the bad bunch they've got this candidate this candidate and they're not right no it's not suitable at all they've had to let them go and then come to us now oh. um so it's you know it's bad and been, good at the same time it's bad and good at the same time but this is a lot of rejection isn't it so if the candidate mm. have asked more questions at the interview like and, and found out more about them and whether it's suitable for them and then if the client had been educated on how to interview effectively by a company like us because this agency's not helping. Yeah. And this this match would never have happened in the first could place. Could have been avoided. It could have been avoided, yeah. And so it's it's stuff like this. It's the it, it all starts with the interview, but ultimately like even if we're gonna backpedal a bit more, it's finding a partner you can trust who um who's gonna be able to build these relationships, who's gonna help you deal with the rejection of potential issues along the way so you can make an informed decision at the end. And they're having a great time now. They've got they've got loads of candidates already within a week. Oh, um, the great. team is smashing it. He ran me the other day and he's like, oh, it's going ace. Uh, we've already got people. Can you give me some more tips on interviewing? I'm like, absolutely. Yes, I Yes, I can. I know. It's great. Very so good. these are the situations for us. You know, we help. Because it's not all about being cheaper at all. Like, sometimes cheaper is shit. Oh, but ultimately, because <laughs> we don't charge percentages, <laughs> we are cheaper and we're faster. And we don't bullshit you. You'll never hear my team saying, oh, there's only two candidates in the market. Sorry. No. Unless, unless you're looking for someone when there's... There is no people Unless you're looking for Mr. Blobby, for example. Yeah, exactly. Of which there's only one. Yeah, there's only one. Yeah, unless you get the... um... No, no, there there is only one. Yeah. The Mr. Blobby suit sold for for, um, £65,000, didn't it, a few few months ago? On Antiques Roadshow? No, I don't know. It's some kind of auction. But you can't use it because it's copyrighted at BBC, so... Um, that's it. What else would we like to say? Well, that's a lovely podcast. I've enjoyed listening to you. I Very have, passionate. Quite a lot of, um, do you know who we're meeting soon? Uh, I mean, they won't mind the plug that could be great for you. I mean, please. let me get in there first. Please. Uh, Blind Tiger Inns. Huh. Do you know him? No. But I, you know I've reached, Talbot in Exton? I've reached out on the LinkedIn to someone at Blind Tiger, which yeah. I will show you later out when we when we leave the studio, yeah. and not got a response, and that's all right. I don't mind being ghosted if I'm prospecting. It's absolutely cool. Well, but it's not, though, in that situation, because they just might not have seen it. Okay. You can see on LinkedIn who's read your message. Do you know? Have you looked at that? No, I need some LinkedIn that, training. That little picture on it. So, and this is, like, open as well. So if you've got, like, an updated version of LinkedIn, if your message hasn't been seen, it's a tick a grey tick, so it's delivered but not seen. And if the tiny picture of their profile photo comes up... Got a tick there. It's not been seen. That's Tom Anderson. That's a, that, that message at the bottom's not been seen by Tom Anderson. You oh. need... So scroll up. Can you see where the little tiny pictures of you and Tom are on the left-hand side? It needs yeah. to look like that, so it doesn't necessarily mean the ghost, in you? But yeah, we've I, I might be doing a little bit of recruitment direct to helping with employer branding and lots of stuff like that. And they're so busy at the moment; they're uh, they're doing really well. So it could be one, could be one for you to get introduced to as well. Look at this; we're sharing. We are sharing. Um, yeah, we're sharing. Yeah, well, I just what? What have you thought of? No, nothing, nothing, um, nothing. Are you sure? I yeah. 
I'm going to bar 38 after this for a yeah. meeting with Andy Poor. If you're in Chorley oh, and you yeah. like a new my logo. And Luke, yeah, and you like cake and beer at the same time, Bear Town coming to a, an outlet near you in Chorley. Uh, you need to get will you get me a meeting with Andy? Yes. What happened? I'm sure we had this conversation ages ago. I'll do it today. Do it today. Like just get him to come over here for a brew. I will. Not today. No. Not brush me hair. No, no. Well, that's all right. I don't mind if you've not brushed your hair. Oh, Billy hates her hair being brushed. Mm. More than she doesn't like having her teeth brushed now. I'm like, oh, Billy, it's just your hair being brushed. No. <laughs> oh, mm. hates it. Do you like your hair being brushed? I don't have any. No, but it's not because you're bald. No, it's because I keep it short because it's low maintenance, isn't it? Mm. I like cutting my hair. I enjoy it. Yourself? Yeah, therapeutic. Do and you? I think I'm pretty good I at don't it. don't like the mess. Well, no, you're I put a t- you put a towel down. I mean, Tom doesn't. Tom doesn't even move the toothbrushes. Then you're brushing your teeth the next day. Oh, oh no! Lovely, babe. I've got black hair in my teeth. Tom. Tom Come is. Um, Tom it's wonders loose. why the bathroom sink gets blocked up. Now I don't do anything but brush my teeth and wash my face. Nothing to do with hair in the bathroom no. sink. I don't wash my hair in the bathroom sink. No. And um, oh, anyway, Tom. the. the it's only a small sink and then it obviously starts to like fill up and tip takes a long time to go down and I'm like, Well I wonder what's in it anyway, open it out. He's like, Oh god, there's loads of crap in here. I went, Is it crap? Is it her? You? <laughs> is it her? Is and it he's it? like, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. He hasn't stopped. Is it dry shaving foam and stuff? And it's not what? shaving foam. It just, he's just clippers his beard like this, and then when he's doing it into the sink, and I'm like, why don't you put something down? You know, yeah. because it's not really good in a pipe, is it? It's not. It's not good in the water pipes. But he's it, just very present in the moment, is Tom. <laughs> Are you Tom? I know, Very present. I know you know listen- I love that about him. I love it, but I also oh, dislike I know it sometimes. I know you're listening, Tom. Thanks. I know you're a big fan of the podcast. Oh, he's such a big you. fan. Thank Tom was a big fan when he was trying to D- get you. me pregnant. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was as soon as he did get me pregnant, which was quite soon on. Then Tom's <laughs> listening to the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. The only thing I want to plug is on the 31st of August, we've got a uh, networking with a twist, which is. Uh, sports day no can we talk off air or do you want to talk on air is this 48 minutes do you want to talk on air or off air go on quick are you not coming yeah no yeah i don't know because it's george it's george's i know i get told off by emily it's george's (laughs) birthday on the 2nd of september i was going to go down on the thursday which is the 31st right but now it's a sports day so i might i'd have to now i'd go down on friday the first yeah, it's, I think with people being away, it's a, it is a bit harder, this one. But it is going to be really, really good. And don't worry, you know, I understand that other people have plans. Um, but it is a sports sport day, but it doesn't mean you have to get involved in a space no. opera race or a sack race. You wow. don't have to. I can't, I'll probably do the egg and spoon, but I probably can't do a sack race being this pregnant. You don't have to do triple jump. You don't have no. to do pole vault. But you don't have to do the race. So there'll only be like one race going at any one time. And obviously we'll have someone mediating yeah but then the rest of it is just networking over a can of coat nice and chilled hopefully in the sun on a field with some benches yeah and we might even get a pizza van so you know it could be lovely and even we, for the people who could don't be doing like any sport it, it could be tennis it could be badminton we could it could be rackets it could be we could do uh tenpin bowling it's what, not though it's, it's not, it's not that it's no oh, right no. What, what other sport sack race egg oh, and spoon traditional. three-legged race egg, three yeah i've said egg and you've spoon. got three legs Space Come on. hoppers that's gonna play havoc with my uh, bulging disc which isn't bulging maybe anymore. a blindfold race oh yeah that'd be nice 
So there you go. Anyway, hopefully um, Tony will um, find it in his diary to come. I just, yeah, I'd like to come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have I taken, have, you, have your phone taken your attention? It's just a lot on it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know why you don't get rid of all those those well, notifications. I, I need to action them. I need, they're the ones from today that I need to action. It's a lot, isn't it? It is a lot, Emily. That would give me, I don't know how many I've got, bloody zero. <laughs> no notifications for Tony. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much for listening. It's been absolutely fantastic uh, yes. to have you along. Yes. We're going to see you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Please make sure you subscribe to us. And don't forget to follow us and leave us a five-star rating or review. You can also find us on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. God, we are everywhere. And our website address is www.fp-resourcing.co.uk. And that's a wrap. Bye. Bye.